When you don't know where the finish line is, that can be discouraging, but we can reframe this as, you know, it's open-ended, yes, but we can use this time, you know, we, you know, we can grow in this time and we can use our mental toughness to get through it. Welcome to Champions Mojo Weekly Podcast, where your hosts Kelly Palace and Maria Parker share with you what it takes to be a champion. Kelly is a former Division I head swim coach, Olympic trials qualifier, and holds Masters World and National Swimming Records, and Maria holds world records in endurance cycling, and was the overall women's winner of the world's toughest bike race, Race Across America. They'll be sharing their personal stories and wisdom, along with interviewing other champions to give you the tools you need for becoming a true champion in your own life. And now, your host, Kelly Palace. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. Today, Maria and I are going to discuss how to keep your edge physically, mentally, and emotionally in today's environment. It may be hard to stay motivated when you are sad, stressed, or scared about the current pandemic and with limitations of social distancing, but we're going to discuss how to keep your edge with what's available to you right now. Hey, Maria, great to be with you today. Hey, Kelly, I'm really looking forward to this topic in such a difficult and historic time. Me too, Maria. We've gotten some requests from our listeners for just this exact topic, which is how do we keep our edge? So are you ready to dive in? Sure, yeah. I'd like to start by saying that the subject of keeping your edge implies that one is already at a point where they have reached a level of expertise or have gained some momentum towards a goal. Would you agree with that, Kelly? Definitely, Maria. I I know that many of us were striving towards our goals when this quarantine started, and it really put a halt to many activities that were designed to reach and build our goals. A perfect example is for all of the, the swimmers out there that were working towards upcoming meets, and then 95% of the pools around the world are closed, and they're still closed. That really put a halt to anybody training for a swim meet. And then on a non-swimming note, if you were building towards a goal in your career or your work, that has also come to a halt. So how do we keep that momentum? So we've broken it down into three areas, physical, mental, and emotional. Kelly, why don't you start with physical, then I'll take mental and we can both cover emotional since that's a big one for all of us right now. That sounds great, Maria. Keeping our edge physically, I think that just alludes to, let's say we're, you know, we've we've just been maintaining ourselves either by running or going to the gym or swimming or something, you know, that we're we're really fit. And now if especially if you were somebody that went to the gym or somebody that went to the pool, that activity is no longer available. So I think this is the perfect time to invoke one of the philosophies of one of the greatest all-time swim coaches, and that's Eddie Reese, who's the head men's coach at the University of Texas. Eddie is known for changing up the training of his Longhorn athletes because he says, you know, if you just do things repetitively that you don't improve and, you, you know, you get stale, you lose that edge, and he must be doing things right because he's won more national championships than any other swim coach in NCAA history. So I think if we can frame it from the standpoint of, okay, I'm not able to go do my normal 
face down on the black line swimming or I'm not able to do go to the gym and stand on, you know, get get in my spin class or uh, work on the elliptical for an hour. So we're we're not able to do those those things that we normally do that our body is really in a pattern of doing. So I think if we can frame it and say, this is the time that I'm going to work on my upper body strength, or I'm going to work on my core strength. And while it may initially be difficult to set up that home routine, it really does become about setting up a routine. So there are umpteen videos on YouTube of workouts that are brutal, brutal hard. So I ordered a set of kettlebells and I've been doing kettlebell workouts. We also recently, I think I said, I I don't know if I said this on a recent show, but we ordered a pull-up bar and Mark's been doing pull-ups. I've been doing flexed arm hangs and trying to do some pull-ups. Uh, my shoulder feels a little weird when I do that, but there are tons of things that you can do at home, just tons and tons that can add to your training. And if you look at it as, yeah, I may not be doing my exact swimming that I want to be doing. Another thing, uh, I love an interview we had, which is going to air in the future with Janet Carbon. Janet has become kind of a friend to me, and she's so hilarious. She texted me. She's the She was on CBS, and she's a great swimmer. And she has not been swimming in groups lately because of the social distancing. And she said, she had a text of me. She said, you know that it's an apocalypse because I am now running. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) So this is the time. If you've ever, you know, you're a, you're a, let's say you're a fish. You are a water animal. And we water animals, we don't always do that well on land. But this may be the time to just decide I am going to start running. And let me tell you, people out there who want to keep the edge physically, running is a challenge. It is difficult. It is painful. It may be one of the most painful sports out there. And I, you know, I have done a lot of running and I'm actually running right now because I can't swim. So I think it's a great time to just Find an activity that is going to change up your muscular, skeletal, normal routine. And and this is going to add to your repertoire when you go back to your normal activity. Your core is going to be stronger or your upper body is going to be stronger or your legs are going to be stronger from running. But find something that you can do either at home or in an open space like running Order a pull-up bar online. You hang them in the door frame. Challenge yourself to do some some pull-ups. Set some new goals. And then I would also add that, you know, in this time, yes, we love to keep our edge. Charge, charge, charge. I have a good friend that said she's been doing tons of push-ups a day. I'm sure that I, I, I think I read her text right saying she does 200 push-ups a day. But we love That's to crazy. charge hard. But if you can't charge hard. You just don't feel like charging hard. You just say, you know what? I'm just going to take this month and I'm going to go easy. Walk, do yoga, get some rest. If your body, listen to your body. If you feel like you need rest, then maybe when this rest period, this quarantine is over, you're going to go back to your physical activity being supercharged and ready to hit it hard. Maria, what do you think about that? I love that. It's it's a beautiful reframe to say, okay, 
you know, this is this is a change up and and we know that that's good for our our fitness to shock our body. So I, that's a beautiful reframe and it's a beautiful reframe to suggest that to look at this as a time of rest. And you know, we've heard story after story of athletes who you know, have a forced rest because of an injury and then they come back stronger than ever. So, you know, if, if we can think of it that way, I, 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 lo- I love it. I think it's great. And I would add that I've changed my routine. I'm now riding indoors using Zwift. And that has been, I have resisted, resisted, resisted. I find the, <laughs> the technical stuff really challenging, but it's been fun. I've made new, new uh, virtual friends and I'm doing racing on Thursday nights with a team of women. And that's been, you know, it's, you know, it kind of, I would never have done it without this pandemic, but I'm really, really glad I'm doing it. And it's, um, it's, it's shaking things up for me. So maybe making me stronger. I don't know yet, but it's certainly, it's certainly a lot of fun. So I, I completely agree with everything you said. I love that. I've heard good things about Swift. So, you know, if you have a, uh, a bike in your garage at home, you don't have to ride it on the roads if that's too new for you and you don't want to get all the equipment. You can order a trainer online, set it up in your living room and, and do Zwift in your living room. But yes, that, I think that's a beautiful example, Maria, of just, just changing it up a little bit. So wonderful. So what, uh, Maria, what about keeping our mental edge during these times? Well, I, I love thinking about this because I think for the first couple of weeks of the quarantine, I kind of went on vacation. (laughs) I I was, I was up and down emotionally, you know, and uh, I still am. I started sleeping in and, and probably eating more and, and I, and I definitely felt dull. So this week in the last, I don't know, seven days or so, I've actually been working on trying to to get my mental edge back or keep my mental edge. So uh, here's what I've been doing that's working for me. One is I have started back getting up early, even though there's no reason to, right? I don't have to get up early. There's no commute to work. Uh, I don't have to exercise early. Nobody's exercise. You know, there's no, there's no reason to get up early. I, But what I find for me is that when I get up early, my whole day is better. So instead of, you know, by 10 o'clock having not done anything, you know, if I get up uh, early by, by, by eight or 9 a.m., I've, I've done my exercise, I've had my shower and I feel really ready. And that's my productive mental time between say eight and 11 in the morning. So if I'm, you know, just dragging around having breakfast during that time, I'm not getting anything done and I feel sluggish for the rest of the day. So that would be my, my first, for me, that's what's working. Another thing is... I think you have to tr- get back into your routine of learning and working. Um, you know, if you can, again, we're going to talk about the emotional stuff next, but if you're able to, for me, I had to really dive into a couple of difficult things. I just had to make myself, I sat down and just made myself attack a couple of projects and that, that made me feel great not doing it, but having done it and, uh, you know, and it, and it did sharpen me up a little bit. So, um, for me, I've talked about this in the show before the accounting aspect of my business is always challenging. And I, and I, um, I hit some accounting problems and I'm feeling really good about that. Another thing I would say is, you know, you've got to sleep well and eat well to be mentally sharp. So if you've gotten like me out of the habit of, of being in a good routine for eating and sleeping, 
you know, try to get back into it. Try to try to get get yourself in the bed at a reasonable hour. Do the things you need to know you, you know you need to do to sleep. You know, get your eating back on. And we were just talking about you know carbs. Carbs are great. You need enough carbs for your mind to work, but you can overcarb in times like these. You know, we're all eating comfort food. I know I am. And when you do that, those tend to be filled with carbs, and that can cause you to be kind of fuzzy and sleepy and uh, not feel sharp. And then my 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 second to last thing would be read good stuff. You know, read challenging stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean uh, your Facebook page or or uh, or the news, but read read stuff that challenges you a little bit, and maybe that lifts your spirits. Maybe again, not related necessarily to the pandemic. So um, you know that that will make you f- not just feel good, but it will it will make your mind sharp. And then finally, I read this uh, today, and um, I can't even remember where I got it, so I'm stealing it from somebody. But, um, you know, if you think of this as a video game, you know, the, this this challenge, and what we got to do is to to overcome this obstacle to get to the next level. So think about how you can gamify your experience, whatever you're stuck on, you know, at home or whatever, you know, how can we get around this challenge or overcome this challenge and to move to the next level. So, you know, challenges are good for us. They, they help us grow. So those are my, my um, tips for, for keeping a mental edge. What do you think, Kelly? I love those Maria. And I think, you know, the, just to go over them real quick and what they kind of mean to me, I think winning the morning is huge. And, you know, it's so easy, you know, when, when, Swimmers get up and we always say the same thing as, I don't know which military branch said, you know, we do more before nine o'clock than most people do all day. That, <laughs> right. that just, it just feels so good. So I love winning the morning and I wanted to add on the keeping a routine of learning and working. This is a great opportunity to take an online course. I mean, there are tons of, you know, classes out there that you can take, you know, one class, one webinar. So it's an opportunity to, when you are at home, this is, I'm going to do something that challenges me mentally and learn something. And I, I told you, and I cannot believe that I've done this because it kind of stemmed as a little, a little joke, but the seed got planted in my mind. I actually was emailing your son, Will, my nephew, who I adore. I actually wrote in an email, why don't you learn to knit? <laughs> so I'm sure that went totally cold on Will, but I don't know. I wrote it because maybe obviously it was in my mind. So I ordered some yarn and some knitting needles and had them delivered at the house. Then I uh... popped up a YouTube video called Learn to Knit for Extreme Beginners. And I, <laughs> I put the word extreme beginners and I went in and I spent two and a half hours one afternoon and I learned to cast on and I am about six inches into a scarf. <laughs> I love it. And, and also the seed was planted by Kelsey Dahlia. Do you remember when we interviewed our, yes, our yes. great Olympic champion? Kelsey said that when she's anxious, she knits. So it has been great for me. I just, so 
mental that is a mental thing like it is and that's a great example because you're you know it totally takes your mind off of your problems and it absorbs you it's hard enough but it's not too hard so that's beautiful yeah it's not pretty my scarf is not perfect but it is definitely knitting so anyway i love the routine (laughs) use this time to do something you know or learn origami or you know, remember your five positions from ballet when you were a little girl. I don't know, but I just think that keeps you mentally sharp, and it's really been fun for me. So those were the two and a, and main com- things. Complete distraction. Yeah, complete I like it. Complete distraction, and I love, love, love the idea of getting through this like a video game, like a level. When you don't know where the finish line is, that can be discouraging, but we can reframe this. As you know, it's open-ended, yes, but we can use this time, you know, we, you know, we can grow in this time and we can use our mental toughness to get through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that's another part of the mental edge is just, just positive self-talk. And that leads us right into our third uh, pillar of this, which is emotional. How do we keep an emotional edge on this? Maria, you want to start? Yeah, I think I would just go back to what we've said when we've recorded during this pandemic is and that is that it's okay to feel sad and that that the feelings every single person I've heard talk about this or who I've talked to has expressed up and down. You know, one minute you're okay, the next minute you're down and so I think one of the things that we have to say is if you're feeling that, hey, so am I. So is so is Kelly. We're all, you know, we're 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 all there. So it's okay. But then there's meaning and difficulty, and we don't we don't always know what it is. I remember when my sister was sick, and just just it was very, it felt very similar to this. Just I didn't know when the end was. I didn't you know I didn't know what the end was going to be, and I. And I was some days I was just so thrilled to have the opportunity to be with her and, you know, just love on her. And other days I was in a dark, dark place. The only way and I haven't really wasn't able to actually do it during it, but maybe towards the end was just to embrace the meaning of of that time. You know, I was with my sister who was dying of cancer and there was a lot of beauty in it. And I think if we can, you know. And there's a lot of sadness too. I, I guess my point is, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make it sound like it was all fun and games. It wasn't, and this isn't all fun and games, but there's meaning in it. There's meaning in it. There's meaning in it. That's, this is, you know, we're all looking at, at illness and death and, um, and, it, and it's a reminder for all of us. And, and, uh, you know, I think I read today, somebody who said, you know, you have two lives and the second one starts when you realize the first one's going to end. Oh, that's. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 That's it's, deep. It's a beautiful thought. Yeah. Well, I, I think th- those are, those are great, great framings. And I think keeping emotionally, keeping the edge has to include just doing things that, you know, make you up just that, right. that make your soul happier than sadder. And, and I'm, you know, having had to balance anxiety and watch my mood and keep myself up, I've learned that getting outside is a way to keep my emotional edge, getting out in the sun, getting out in nature, connecting with people that I love. And I am, I'm doing such 
a great thing where I'm talking with a good friend that I have not talked with in a while. Once a week, I try to just connect with somebody that I know is home and doing nothing. And so I will just call them out of the blue and, and catch up with them. And I always feel amazingly better. So even though we are distanced, distanced, we can connect with people. And, you know, our wonderful brother, Jeff, my, my brother, your brother-in-law out in, he's out in San Francisco. Jeff's just hammering us. Let's have a weekly family call on Zoom. And we're going to do that. So doing, keeping yourself emotionally healthy. And we, we all know what that is. It's eating well, it's sleeping well, it's connecting with people, it's getting in nature. Those are really great. And the number one thing that I do right now to keep myself emotionally healthy is I have to avoid media. It is just terrible. And I want to do something that's very unique to us. It's unique to the show. I have not seen it anywhere else. And I would even invite people to do a little exercise that I did that made me feel so much better. And that is write the news headlines of your happy future. So I wrote three for the show and tell me how your water molecules feel when you hear my headlines in the future. Pandemic fizzles, death toll low. We're now free to go about as normal. How does that make you feel? Oh, that's that's just great. I love, love, love this exercise. Okay. Love it. And then my second one is economy rebounds to all-time best, employment rates soar. <laughs> Again, fabulous. And then I did this little one just special for our U.S. Olympic swimmers. 2021 U.S. Olympic swimmers win a record number of medals. <laughs> so, so you know, and you can write these personally, just, just like make them your future. You know, it's like whatever you want to say, Madison Cox qualifies for three Olympic births, you know, just, just. Whatever it is that you're trying to do. Andrew Selisgar makes Olympic team in five events. You know, all the people. Zane Grothy wins foreigner free at Olympic trials. Whatever those headlines are, then write those because that is what is driving your emotions. Oh, I think that is so terrific. I, I love that. Yeah, it can be personal. If if, if your if your future self is looking back at this time, and you can say, "What will your future self be saying?" They'll it'll, it'll be saying, "Hey, I didn't know it, but at that time when I was learning to knit, it changed <laughs> everything about the way I do my bedtime routine, and now I sleep so much better, or whatever." You know, you can you know you want to think about what you know what positive thing is going to come in the future, and then how this time has, has worked towards it. And then that, you know, they call it generating positive emotions and you can generate positive emotions. It's a sucky, difficult time, but it's certainly possible to generate happy feelings. And it's not bad not to, I mean, I don't want to judge anybody who's feeling down because that's, you know, that's, that's very, very natural, but also we can, we can be proactive about trying to generate good feelings. And that, of course, comes with gratitude. And and an exercise like this is fabulous. So, Maria, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had to write, think about something that's, you know, maybe worrying you 
and you're going to write a headline for your future that's going to help you feel less worried about that. What is that headline? I was sort of thinking about that as as you were saying it. I think my headline's going to be, because I also started running, I think my headline's going to be Maria starts running again and completes a half marathon in in full health, (laughs) something like that, you know, just because... I would never have done that. And so that that both feeds on my 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 sense that this time is a time to do something new and also that it's going to make me a better person in the future. I love it. I love it. That can be in the Parker newsletter headline right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, Maria, let's wrap this up with one action item that we are going to do out of here, you know, for for how about one action item out of each Physical, mental, and emotional to keep our edge. Hmm. Okay. So, do you want to start yeah, or shall I? Um, we can alternate. So, physically, for me, I am going to just I'm going to commit to running a half marathon with you. Oh, I love it. That's great. Because <laughs> I'm trying. Mark, Mark, and I are running, so let's plan to run a half marathon. Oh, that's great. That's great. We just, Jim and I ran four miles today. Well, ran, run is sort of a loose, loosely well, used I know. term and in the this re- case. The reason, the reason that's not intimidating to me is because my brother, your husband, told me your mile minute pace, your minute per yeah, mile pace. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm we're, good. we're over 12 people. <laughs> so we can, we can do that. All right. How about you? Men- mentally? I'm going to. Oh, yeah. You know, the, physically. The, physically. You haven't done Physically. Yeah. yeah. Physically. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be just the same as yours. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on running and keep on working towards that goal of running a half marathon with you. I love it. Beautiful. Mentally, mentally, what are you gonna do, Maria? Um, I think I'm gonna take my own advice and try to find something particularly challenging to read. Um, I was before this time. The quarantine time, I was I had been reading a book about about cancer, about the development of treatments for cancer over the years, and it's and it's very challenging. And I kind of gave up on it because I went into my vacation slash rest slash emotional roller coaster time. But I think I'm going to challenge myself to pick that book up and finish it. And only have about a quarter to go, so that'll be my. And I've already done. I've already started doing some of the things, like I said, getting up early and trying to to challenge myself a little bit. So, Kelly, what about you? Yeah, mentally, I, I'm going to keep knitting. I'm going to try to learn more about knitting. Like right now, I can just cast on and I can do one stitch of knitting. But eventually, I'm going <laughs> to have to learn to cast off, which is, <laughs> you know, I may have a scarf that's like 10 miles long because I don't want to cast off because casting off is a, it's another it's another stitch. It's a it's a end knot and all that. So I'm going to, I'm going to just keep my mind sharp by learning this, this beautiful skill of knitting. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I love that. All right. So emotional, emotional, what are you going to do? I I love the news headlines. So I might, I might spend some time thinking about, you know, what my personal headlines will be in the future. I really like that. Uh, and, and again, sort of reflecting back on how I use this time, but I'm also going to really, I'm really going to tell myself that this time is important and it's difficult. 
but there's something, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian and I believe that there things always, you know, are happening for a reason. So I'm going to look for signs of meaning in this difficult time. I'm going to, I'm going to be, have my ears and eyes open to, to positive meanings during, during this pandemic. That is really beautiful. Yeah. So looking, looking for the opportunities versus, um, in fact, we're calling this, you know, a, a crisis of sorts and the two symbols in Chinese writing for crisis are danger and opportunity. So looking for that opportunity. I love it. And my, uh, I, I love the, I love the, the positive headline. So I'm going to write a headline right now that says champions mojo podcast listeners. Let us know how they are. So I'm hoping that, oh, that, that, that our listeners will email us at hello at champions mojo and, and just say hello and tell us what you guys are doing during this time with uh, your physical, what you're doing to keep the edge physically, mentally, and emotionally. Yeah. Or just say hello, just one line. Yeah. Cause uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. I, that's great, Kelly. Yeah. All Please right. Maria. Let us know how you're doing. Wonderful. Well, that is a wrap as always. I'm so grateful and appreciative and I love you. I love you too. And I'm so grateful for this platform so that we can work through these issues yeah, too. So absolutely. there's meaning in it. There's meaning in it. I love it. I love you, Kelly. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This week's quote of the week comes to us from Winston Churchill. If you're going through hell, keep going. You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast, designed to make you feel inspired, motivated, and educated. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Also, visit championsmojo.com to learn more.